morning from the heart of, well, for now, Siberia, actually. I'm visiting my parents for uh, for, for a few weeks uh, and recording my podcast uh, from here. So this is Food School Smarter, Stronger, Lena podcast. Podcast dedicated to one thing, to learn and apply to eat better daily. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself That Today, your personal nutritionist, your personal health and wellness coach, your personal fat loss guru, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion for healthy eating, healthy food, diets, nutrition, fat loss, uh, and everything and anything related to uh, whatever we decide to put on our plates and in our mouth uh, in order, hopefully, well, hopefully to enjoy the flavor, but also to feel good, look look good and perform amazing on all levels. And that's what food was designed to be, wasn't it? Uh, food is supposed to taste amazing, gives, gives us a pleasurable experience, eating experience. But then also, of course, we eat for energy, for nutrition that, allow, that allows us to uh, continue living full of energy, vitality, health, uh, and just feeling amazing. Uh, but sadly, with more and more processed and manufactured by humans foods, we might have more exciting flavors, more calories uh, loaded with sugars, flavor enhancers, and God knows what else. Um, But we are definitely not getting more health. And the book that we talked about yesterday, The Dorito Effect, and we're going to continue talking about today, uh, explains the problem. Why we seemingly getting more variety of foods, getting more exciting flavors, but we more and more hungry, we crave more and more food, uh, and we are never satisfied, and we feel and look worse and worse and worse, getting all kinds of uh, lifestyle diseases, most of which connected to our poor nutrition supply. So the book I'm talking about is, of course, The Dorito Effect, The Surprising New Truths About Food and flavor, uh, and if you tune in to the uh, to the yesterday's episode, uh, that was uh, more about how uh, flavor is connected to nutrition in food in uh, foods created by nature, and how by adding different flavors uh, to foods that have no nutrition, we basically messed up our map of map in the brain that connects for us different flavors with different nutrition compounds that benefits, well, that's supposed to benefit our health, uh, and also how to fix that problem and uh, get rid of never-ending hunger and cravings and finally get the health, the energy you deserve and lose all the flab that you don't really need. So today, I just want to read a little bit from the book and um, draw your attention again to the problem that we humans created uh, by creating, manufacturing foods mostly to, it seems like, pack more calories in 
more fat, more sugar, I don't know, create more addictive foods to sell more, uh, and then make the flavors more exciting. So our brain flares up with uh, dopamine each time we bite into our food. Um, what I was talking about. Uh, I always get carried away when I start talking about how our food supply got uh, messed up. Um, So the book, The Dorito Effect, is all about that connection between flavor and nutrition that existed and was supposed to guide us through nutrition choices easily. uh, And so we could eat on autopilot, delivering the nutrition that our body needs without having to read millions and millions of nutrition books, you know, the stupidest, quote-unquote, you know, no animal is stupid, but, you know, we humans have possessed a special kind of um, consciousness and intellect. So no animal, every animal knows what to eat when they get sick or when they need certain nutrients, right? And we humans don't. And that is probably why it's described in the book. Uh, also, today I released uh, the I released new blog on my website, Create Yourself That Today. So you can read an article, short article uh, about the book, The Dorito Effect, and my thoughts uh, on uh, on the data presented in the book and on the thoughts and questions uh, that the book um, discusses. So um, let's get to reading. Uh, I want to read uh, to you some important extracts from the book that I think you should kind of think about uh, if you want to eat healthier and start struggling with your nutrition. So the food problem is a flavor problem. For half a century, we've been making the stuff people should eat. Fruits, vegetables, whole grains, unprocessed meats, incrementally less delicious. Meanwhile, we've been making the food people shouldn't eat. Chips, fast food, soft drinks, crackers, taste ever more exciting. The result is exactly what you'd expect. It all boils down to what I will call the rules of flavor. Humans are flavor-seeking animals. The pleasure provided by food, which we experience as flavor, is so powerful that only the most strong-willed among us can resist it. In nature, there is an ultimate connection between flavor and nutrition, and that is, guys, that is very, very important, so think about it. In nature, there is an intimate connection between flavor and nutrition. Synthetic flavor technology not only breaks that connection, it also confounds it. So how do we fix it? Well, we could try to fix rule number three. We could try to make synthetically flavored things more healthy. And then the book goes into details how we were trying to do just that. But um, a little bit more reading. Food companies entice you with labels that promise health and vitality and then quietly slip you a massive heat of calories as a means of extracting money from you. But there is a deeper problem, skill. If a food company wanted to create a cracker that's as healthy as, say, a strawberry, would it even know how? A strawberry, to pick just one example of naturally flavorful thing, is healthy on multiple levels. Uh, 
A strawberry contains vitamin C, vitamin E, vitamin B6, biotin, folate, niacin, pantothenic acid, triboflavin, calcium, potassium, magnesium, phosphorus, copper, boron, iron, iodine, manganese, molybdenum, zinc, omega-3s, a lot of compounds, (laughs) and fiber, and along along with anywhere from 3 to 5,000, known plant secondary compounds, uh, including, and there is a whole bunch of plant compounds, and then beta-carotene, and 300 or so or aromatic compounds, about 80 of which we can pin down. So 300 aromatic compounds in strawberry, and only 80 of them we can even pin down, meaning recognized. So let's present for a moment, and we are deep in the realm of fantasy here, that some company could um, create substances that they could buy the magnesium, copper, phosphorus, etc., all those other plant compounds, and that and they could add all the aromatic compounds. Would they? How much would it cost to add in all those vitamins, minerals, and omega threes? How much for just half of the known aroma chemicals? Imagine the industrial sprawl of tubes, tanks, and evaporators it would take to produce 3,000 plant compounds. That would be a seriously engineered cracker. Food companies have no idea how to make a cracker that complex, meaning as complex as a simple quote-unquote strawberry. And even if they did, it wouldn't taste any good for the simple reason that humans stink at making things delicious. We have been at this game, meaning making things delicious, for a bit over half a century. We may have knocked off a perfect vanilla, but we can't make food pleasurable without resorting to cheap thrills like fat, sugar, carbs, and MSG. Consider, a sour cream and onion potato chip contains contains 5.7 calories per gram. And nacho cheese Dorito has 5 calories. Honey mustard wheat thins 4.7 calories, again, per 1 gram. Mellow Mars 4.4. Pop chips, a chip that has all the flavor and half the fat, 4.2 calories. And a non-strawberry-flavored yogurt with no actual strawberry that is power-packed with essential nutrients to help little ones grow up healthy and strong, 1.2 calories per 1 gram. And the strawberry, 0.32 calorie per gram. An actual strawberry is a masterpiece of flavor engineering, the food equivalent of a car that gets 500 miles per gallon. Humans don't know how to create deliciousness on such a measly calorie budget. Nature has mastered the art of hedonic density, food that maximizes pleasure and minimizes calories. But we aren't anywhere close. We think the problem with processed food is that it's loaded with too many chemicals. But the truth is that it doesn't have nearly enough. So guys, uh, what this whole abstract is about is... Food manufactured these days is a very, very poor imitation of foods that created by nature or by that that been creating life and foods for billions 
billions of years. And we've been only playing around with food for like 50 years. Uh, it's uh, somewhere around the middle of 20th century when we actually learned how to um, copy some flavors like vanilla, for example. And even then it took us so long to actually figure out at least, you know, the most um, important compounds in vanilla uh, aroma and vanilla flavor. We still don't know all the compounds. We know what we can register. Uh, but, you know, even what we can register with the best equipment that the industry has, we can register more with our own nose. That's how complex biology is. And we're still just figuring it out. And when we people start to eat all this processed food on a daily basis, in my blog, I compare it's like um, trying to fuel the body that was manufactured by billions of, of years of evolution. It's like trying to fix a nanorobot with a hammer. Hammer. Uh, it just, when you put in your body, guys, food that is manufactured by the food industry, you're putting some really, really, really cheap fuel inside yourself that mess up your system more than it does anything. There is no need for them. And my advice to you, as I follow this advice religiously these days, try to eat as much, if not 100%, as possible of foods that are created by nature and nature alone. alone. And yes, sometimes you can add, you know, some spice and herbs that also comes from nature, not from human being. Uh, but more to enhance the flavor that is already in good food, not to correct the blandness of poor quality food or uh, to eat some junk. The less of human manufactured food you eat, the better you're going to look, the more energy you're going to have, the better you're going to perform mentally and physically, the less you're going to get sick, if ever, the more robust immune system you're going to have, the longer you're going to live. Uh, that's why, you know, uh, there is now epidemic of degenerative diseases because people eat junk, never giving their people their bodies what it really needs, uh, and then on top of that, loading it with toxins that the body, on top of not getting enough nutrition, has to eliminate, uh, not to you know poison itself. So, guys, eat foods created by nature, grown foraged, uh, raised uh, food that was growing or was or was once alive and running around or swimming. And you're going to feel so much better even if you don't count a single calorie or a single carb in your entire life. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and this little story from the book about the strawberry and a strawberry-like cracker from a science fiction, <laughs> because no such thing exists, a cracker that is like strawberry. And uh, if you have any questions, uh, well, first of all, pick up the book. It's an amazing book, The Dorita Effect. Uh, also, check out my blog on Create Yourself That Today. It's the latest blo blog. Um, 
my thoughts and practical advice after I read the Dorito Effect. Uh, and if you have any questions, always feel free to shoot me email to Angela at Create Yourself That Today. Uh, check out what I eat on a daily basis on my fitness pal. Uh, add me as a friend. I'm Create Yourself Today there. Uh, a lot of people add me there to peek at what I'm eating every single day. Sometimes I post pictures, but I always try to um, put all my nutrition in there. Um, so that also check out. Um, yeah, as I said, blog, shoot me an email, and thank you for listening, guys. Love you all, appreciate you all. Eat better, uh, or you will suffer. And till next time, eat better daily. <laughs>